Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 489 at scavengerlife.com. Yesterday, I uh, was doing trim in our new coffee shop with my buddy. Yeah, our contractor. (laughs) Uh, and, And, you know, trim is like, that's a part of the of the construction where like it's a very end and trim is what they've created to like cover everything you couldn't fix yes and if you think about it if you've never done it there's actually trim in your house trim is everywhere it's around your doors it's around your windows it's along the floor it's just everywhere and it takes so long (laughs) to do uh especially in an old building like we have where the floor is kind of crooked a little bit and walls are crooked. A little crooked bit, yeah. And, you know, it's very crooked. Gaps, I mean, so it's like pulling out hair. And so, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm like, and I'm also just like a little bit, not stressed, just like a little bit, just like always nervous, like a new business. And, you know, this has to get done before anything else can happen. It's well, like and then lots thing. of other little things have to happen after this. Right. So. However, I've talked about it before. It's like a video game. Mm. The video games I like to play are like a resource management game where, you know, you start off the game with just like whatever, like, you know, a bowl of oatmeal, five five points or something. Yeah. And then you have to make decisions of how to grow your uh, resources. Yeah. And there's different levels and it's super scary at first and then you build on what you've created and... Oftentimes, the end game is you're often just what they call farming, where because you've done a good job, you've created this efficient, uh, it's machine, and you're no longer out of uh, resources. And right. You're just uh, winning by just kind of letting things go and run, and, and it's a good feeling. Like it's a very, uh, uh, like a, a feeling of accomplishment. But the early days are different. Yes. This is interesting. Now, the kind of stress I feel now is not like when we were first starting out, like starting an eBay business, because back then it was like the beginning of a game where we didn't have anything, yeah. really. A hope and a prayer. Uh, and, you know, we just had our hard work. And back then there were no podcasts to hear about <laughs> selling on eBay yeah. or uh, videos. You just kind of figured it out back in 2008 and right. earlier. Um and, you know, the it's always like, are we going to make enough money? Is this going to work? And the cool thing is, and then we built the eBay business, and then we built our, our rental business, and now we're building this coffee business. It's nice. It's a little less stress because in this part of the game for us, like we have two other businesses yeah. to fall back on. Right. I'm so worried. I don't like spending a lot of money on this new business. Right. I'm always worried, like, is this going to work? Yeah. You know, well, that's always the question, right? I mean, I mean, from the beginning of everything, but it's not the kind of stress like if this doesn't work, we're in deep trouble, right? You right, know? like it wouldn't be great, but we would still be okay, yeah, you know. Uh, and you know, and it also just goes back to the whole thing about like the stress of being a worker versus stress of being an owner, it's kind of like. You get to choose your own flavors of stress, you know? Yeah. Like as a worker, uh, I stress because I don't have any control, you know? Someone else tells me what to do. They decide how much I get paid. 
you know, I don't know if I'm going to get laid off or not. Like, right. I just have you don't no have any control idea. over it. But as a business owner, the stress is, yeah, is this going to work? Do I have enough money to get this started? Will it lose? Will I lose all this money that I put in? Is this a stupid idea? I mean, those are... Right. Like, you take these, ma- I mean, in some cases, massive monetary risks, and then you're like, no one could ever book my Airbnb again. Right. Yeah. Right, like most likely that's not going to happen. But there is the stress of like those questions, or on eBay, nobody might buy a right. single thing ever again on my store for like, whatever reason. Right, like on a day where maybe if you sell a one thing, you're just like, oh no, is it oh, is it finished? Or right. you sell two things and <laughs> two people didn't pay, and another person <laughs> asked to cancel, which was yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's like that's suspiciously <laughs> just, specific, right? Yeah, it's very specific. Uh, yeah, and, and you know it's interesting. So we actually—it's kind of a cool story. We actually signed up a new wholesale client for our coffee business yeah. with a new bakery in the next town over. Yeah, and we went to go deliver the beans that yes, we, we just did. roasted. It was awesome. It was like we're like these coffee roaster owners. Yeah, and we go and we meet one of the ladies who's starting the business and. You know, it's not quite open yet, so she invites yeah. us into it, and we go back into, like, their kitchen, and there's stuff everywhere. They're yeah. still putting stuff together, and she probably talked to us about half an hour, and we're just asking her questions about how she started and what right. she's doing. And it's, you know, endlessly fascinating for us because... Well, she's in the same position right? as us. She's like, I have my health inspection. I had my, um, it's, you know, Virginia Department of Agriculture, which we also had the same inspections. Right. So it's like... It's funny to speak to someone in that position where you're like, I know exactly what you're going through right. and I know exactly what you're talking about. And she <laughs> talked about like buying the building. So she, she actually owns the building. a building. Yeah, that but was great. Because it went into foreclosure and she bought it on the courthouse steps and she got a really good deal, but it had all these problems with right. it. And, of course. you know, she had someone there like fixing the like vent hood because it wasn't really working. And Yeah, uh, like those are stresses, right? But it's interesting, you know, talking to her and hearing how. She's doing the best she can, mm-hmm. like, and and I know this feeling exactly. Like you're running a business and you are like just constantly thinking yes. of anything that can go wrong. And you're right. like, nope, everything's good, good. But there's still yes. always a feeling like I'm gonna at missing, any moment I'm missing something, you know. Right, right. And all you can do is just keep going, you know? right? Well, uh, look, I think that describing that so, um, like, we had something happen where we had to unclog a drain at one of the rentals while the renters were there, which is not a big deal. Like that's total normal. Like it happens, you know, to everybody, even in your own house. But it's funny because you just don't know when those things are going to happen. You know, you're, you're constantly, like you said, like at any moment, someone's right. like, oh, the heat's not working. And you're like, we have to figure out why, you know, we have to figure it out right now. And it <laughs> may cost us a lot of money. Yeah. Man. Like it's, it's just, right. So that is constantly in the back of your mind. Uh, as a business owner, which is, like you said, very different than working for someone else, which you have other concerns in the back of your mind, but it's just a different... But for me, it's oddly and crazy enough, it's more freedom because, yeah. you know, yesterday I was able to do a variety of things at home that involved all of my businesses, crazy enough. Um, but I got to do it in my own time at my house, like we had someone pick up a chair on eBay. We can talk about it. Did a local pickup. And it was really funny because I was like, 
she was like five minutes late and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm a little bit late. And I was like, oh, I was just hanging out at home. I was working, but I was hanging out at home. She's like, oh, that's nice that you can just like work at home. And I'm like, it is really nice, actually. I was getting so much stuff done for actually all three businesses. So it's just funny um, how it's just, you know, for me, the freedom is more important. Yeah. But at the same time, there's always stress. Right. It's just, yeah, how much stress and what kind of stress you want, you know? Yeah, exactly. And look, I mean, when you're a business owner, too, you can outsource that stress um, for as much as you're willing to pay for it. I could have called a plumber. We. We could have called a plumber uh, to fix that that clog. It would have cost us a couple hundred dollars. Uh, but we were like willing to drive over there. Actually, I did drive over there twice. Yeah. Because I didn't have the exact right tools, yep. which was you. A manly, <laughs> I a manly you. man. I needed you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just those yeah. are those decisions, you know. I will say it seems like the best of all worlds, if you can, <laughs> if we're talking about yeah. life being a video game, is that <laughs> if you get one of those jobs when you're younger, that yeah. has a pension. Oh, okay. Does that you know? exist? I yeah. mean, do people I mean, still, still have, like, certain, non-military? If you're like a fireman or a policeman. A uh, woman. A woman. Or a woman. Or if you're a woman. You said policeman. Oh, I'm sorry. A police person. <laughs> uh, sorry. I thought you meant if you're just a woman. I'm like, no. wow, that's a police cool. woman, um, fire woman. Right. You know, or some kind of state or local or federal government. You know, if you can get that early and if you can, like, if you can, as a video game, if you can just muscle through, what is it, 20, 30 years or something? <laughs> muscle through those 30 years. <laughs> okay. No, people do. Um, Look, like, the best times if you're of 19. Your, the best times of your life. If you can muscle 20. through that. But you make it through the other side and you're like 50 and then you yeah. get a full pension, which is basically a guaranteed paycheck. For, for the, the rest, rest of, of your, your life. life. Then you start like an eBay business or some other kind of business. That actually seems pretty sweet. <clears throat> that Now that like a muscling through 20 or 30 a year seems tough yeah. to me. Like that's a tough video game right there. But I'm at that age, 47 years old, yeah. where I now meet guys my age who, uh, you know, are doing that right you're like they're 50 they're retiring they're retiring with a pension and i'm like wow that is that's sweet now that you've done all that although they'll always tell me long stories about that slog but anyway that is serious uh, i could not do i couldn't i couldn't even stay in an office job for like two years i was like i i gotta get (laughs) out and that was like a nine-month contract it wasn't even the full year i was like i can't do it yeah yeah, it's just um, not my personality or yours, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, okay, numbers, or let's talk about eBay, sorry. Um, specifically eBay. All this is kind of about eBay. It's all related. Um, eBay sent us a message saying that they undercharged us or oh. didn't charge us for FedEx. I guess what is In it? In August? It was like from back in like May. They were like, it was oh, that long? Yeah, no, that, I don't think so. I don't think it was that far. It was I out. think it, it was really? Far. It was like at least three months. They were like, oh, by the way, we didn't charge you for these FedEx labels. shipping chargers. $75. Yeah, labels. Uh, and then what do you do? You're like, I don't I know. know. Like, it's so how do you crazy. Re- I don't like that. I, yeah, I don't it's know why so they annoying. can't. It's super annoying. You're like, why can't 
eBay keep up with their yeah I feel like I as know. I mean like as as a business owner I do not like yeah surprise right charges surprise like charges that, you know so that is super annoying you're like well and also how am I gonna go reconcile that right. I guess I could go look in that month and see well I would have to go look at that invoice. well it's you know it's interesting they don't send you like they just say oh by the way we're gonna charge you 75 bucks but they don't uh, list which packages they yeah because then I can see like when yeah yeah. Anyway, I wonder if it kind of annoying. I wonder if in the invoice they will list those packages because usually they'll yeah. give you a list of like which ones they're charging you yeah. for. I um, just I I just don't understand like why FedEx and eBay are not uh, like communicating better. I have no idea. Uh, shipping supplies for the fourth quarter. Yes, get your started. shipping supplies. Yes, someone just mentioned that on the forum. Well, someone was asking where do you find the coupon. Because it's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. I will say this also. If you're logged into your account, which has your store, um, you can go to the eBay shipping supplies page, fill up your cart. And mm. then when you go to check out, go to the bottom and say apply coupon. So automatically. Yeah. Okay. That's new within the last few quarters. Okay. So you don't have to go find it and enter it. It should know, oh, you're on the eBay shipping supply site. You have right. a coupon for this very, you know, page. Did we get an extra coupon? I know like during Yeah, our- a few months ago we did. Okay. It was before third quarter, I think. It was like a pandemic coupon, right? Yeah, it was like in July or right. something. Um what would you get? Was it? I don't know. I can't remember. Come on. I just order stuff and if you just did it. Oh, yesterday. the other day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yesterday. God. Uh, it was I like got 24 hours ago. I know. Boxes. I okay. needed some what like... What size? I think like... I think they have like a 12 by 14 by 8 or some some weird... Like eBay. Just do 12 by 12 by 12. Everybody right. wants a 12 by 12 by 12 box. Right. Give that to us. <laughs> so annoying. Um, so a box similar to that size. I got um, some more poly mailers. I got, I really like that whenever I have like, you know, 20 extra dollars that I need to get something, I uh, get the, the little stickers. It's like, thank you for supporting my small business. And then it says eBay. I put that on every single box because mm-hmm. I think it's important to tell people like we're a small business, you know, we're not like drop shippers from Amazon. Yeah. Obviously, they're buying like an antique vase from right. me, but still, I think it's important. So my process is in all of this is that those boxes come, they go to our front porch. I carry them because normally it's a bunch of boxes, yeah. like boxes of boxes. Yeah. I carry them to our back like warehouse and, and just I put stick them it on that shelf. On top of the shelves, they're like at the very top and now stuff is being stacked. Are you going yeah. into that and getting stuff? Yep. Okay, so so we aren't just hoarding forever. No, nope. you're actually pulling it off of it. I pull okay. stuff out of there frequently. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Um, we do have a lot of boxes because we have weird shaped things, you know, yep. big lamps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this like 25 inch garden statue of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like, but Ugh. we had a box for it. I had a box. Yeah. I I actually had a box that was too big for it, and I had to mm. cut it down, but. It cool. did work. Good. Yeah. Somebody asked, and I don't want this to be too long, but I think we need to do a service for people. We yeah. were talking about shipping last week. 
Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, this is too boring. Let's stop talking about it. And someone wrote to us and they were like, <laughs> we're just getting started. Shipping is very important. You know, we, our business will make or break. How do you do shipping policies? Oh, shipping policies. Give me a quick, quick rundown well, of how you set up shipping policies. You have to go in and opt into them. I could okay. not tell you where that is. That's fine. But so if you, you Google opt it. Opt into business policies. Yeah, right? opt in. Uh, the, the, Issue is eBay will kind of set up some automatic, you know, shipping policies based on the items in right. your store, and it's a mess, right? Because there are lots of things that are just different. So an AI bot yeah. will check out the inventory in your store and make up a bunch of policies. Yeah. So you can you want to go in and clean those up. Um, you know, everything that you want to go first class, you got to make a policy for that. Everything you want to go media mail. You know, all your books. But you don't have to attach items to that policy. Yes, you do. You do. Okay. Yep. Wow. If they haven't already attached it. Gotcha. So yeah. that's where the horrendous right. nightmare, especially right. for someone like us who has 8,000 items. But once you set it up, though, then when yeah. you put an item on eBay, yeah. you just choose a policy. You choose a policy. So okay. if I do a lightweight silk blouse, right. I'm like, well, that's the first class policy. I do. Ha- so what's cool about it is you can say... I want this to go first class, but I am going to offer a priority as a second thing mm-hmm. for someone if they want it faster. Um, no one ever chooses that, though. Honestly, they choose the cheapest shipping. We're going to talk about that in one second. Yeah, and um, and then you can have different. Like I, like we said a couple of weeks ago, we sell nail polish because we bought like a huge boxes of like three hundred bottles. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. so many. Um, it wasn't three hundred; it was like eight hundred bottles. Eight hundred bottles. Um, and so I have a policy just for that because it has to go ground, it has right. to go parcel, and it has it can't go international. So I have like a nail polish policy. So, but for the most part, like eighty yeah. percent of our items are under like one or two yeah, policies. Exactly, like poly mailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two policies. It's parcel select, which mm-hmm. is which is the big bulky weird items, and then I have first class. Now. Does eBay give you choices of policies, or can uh, you totally customize them? You customize them, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but it is really helpful. I find it very helpful um, because if I ever need to change something, like I was doing eBay Send, International Send, and I actually wanted to turn that off. It was so easy. I'm like, turn off Send, turn on Global Shipping, and then you know, eight thousand items have the new. Just yeah, yeah. Right. I don't have to. You know, bulk edit 500 at a time, which is a nightmare. So what happens when you have, like, the Alice in Wonderland big statue? Like, is that just its own policy? Or do you have, like, a crazy item policy? No, because the policies don't include size. Mm. So I'm able to say, do this parcel select. Um, This is the potential, you know, approximate size of the box. And this is the weight. So the the shipping policies are not going to have weight. Okay. It's just going to have how you want to ship it. And then each individual item, you're like, this is 15 pounds. This is three ounces. This is, you know, like. So the shipping policy is in like specific box size. It's just parcel select, FedEx grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. A USPS. There's a million choices. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Regional rate A. I mean, you don't, you're not going to choose those things unless you have a commodity item that you know is the cheapest in that box. But, um, so what happens if people, you know, people are all about pirate ship. They're all about it, Ryan. uh And we're like, we don't want to do pirate ship. So people that do pirate ship, 
they're still using eBay shipping policies. Yeah, you could still buy a label off Pirate Ship. Okay, so it's still just a USPS the, ground, but it's yeah, just, just buy a first through. class, buy Got a it. priority, buy a whatever Got off a of pirate ship, and then so they buy this label off a of pirate ship, and yep. then then is it synced to eBay? You can sync your eBay store, okay. like you can say, "Hey, pirate ship, you're right. allowed to sync my." Um, yep. So we do that for Broad Porch, yep. the coffee company. Yep. Um, we sync our eBay store and our Squarespace store to Shippo, yeah. and it just like back syncs. So if I print a label off Shippo for an eBay order, it yeah. tells eBay, "Hey, this is the tracking number." Okay. So I'm going to ask you a so question that everyone wants to know. Mm-hmm. This is a good. I've, I feel like I'm in a safe space. I have backup here. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. With Pirate Ship, mm-hmm. every week we have people saying how great it is. You know, they're shipping something like this past week. People yeah. were like, yeah, I put it in this bag and I'm saving like, you know, $5. Yeah. And, and I'll like forward you these yeah, <laughs> messages because I'm like, Ryan, can we save $5? Whatever. Do you not think we can save money or you just don't want to add I should just check. Uh, I... I mean, this has been like, it's one of those things where people have been talking about this for like a year and a half and we do this. We'll like ignore it because it's like, this is our process. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And then we'll like, finally, it'll break, these messages will break through the noise Yeah. and then you'll try it. And then you're going to come back and say like, I don't know why I never did this. Like, this is the best thing. Okay. Well, what I can do, I do have a pirate ship account that is actually synced to our eBay store. I should never use it. Mm -hmm. Um, because <laughs> I forget every morning. I'm like, whatever. I just need to get this out. But um, just try it like next time you ship something and just see if the price. Yeah, I mean, I've I've compared with small like first class and small priority boxes, and the price right. is the same. But like people say, it's the dimensional and cubic pricing that's better. So the yeah. bigger, bulkier items. No, no, no. But people are saying. Oh, I thought- N- not n- not even that they said there's another thing and this is why i like f- forward you these things because i don't really understand them they're saying even small things like a pair of boots or something okay. where they're heavy yeah as long as they can fit in this certain size like there was this whole Go conversation with a retro wb treasures yeah. and tamudgeon yeah. <laughs> and they were like yeah this whole thing well yeah i don't know i just gotta try okay. I, i'm yeah like yeah it's just another thing to ch- check know, out. But so. it could change. Okay, fine. Our Great. Lives. I'll do it. Okay. I'll report on it next week. <laughs> Guys, I'm glad you're here with me. That like, can be a very dangerous conversation for me to like, have alone. Uh, okay, our week this week. We made, we sold 38 items, which is strangely the exact same 38 number. 38 items from two weeks in a row. Yeah. 38 yeah. items. Does, does that seem like a lot or a little? Well, it seems media. It yeah. seems fine, but yeah. it's just weird. <laughs> the exact. What does Why? that mean? The exact. And we made almost the exact same amount. We made one thousand four hundred thirty-nine dollars. And are you sure cents. you did the numbers? That's I not am, last week's numbers. I am absolutely positive. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, uh, cool. I like those numbers. Yeah, it just happened to kind of be that. Yeah, way. I felt. I mean, thirty-eight feels like a lot to pack, and it yeah. was. You know, yep. I certainly was packing a lot. Yeah. So you know, we sold like you mentioned. We did sell a local pickup item. Yes. We sold like this antique gunlock chair. Yeah. Check it out, people. Gunlock with an e. Uh, yeah. We, which we've had for a long time. Had it for so long. We have sold these chairs before. They're also like known as like bankers' chairs. You yeah, know, they're like solid wood. They're beautiful. 
We've gotten away with selling them for like four to six hundred dollars yeah. in the past, which is crazy. And we kind of went on a buying spree, and we bought like five of them. Yeah. And this is, I think, we have one more. Someone was like, "I'll give you one hundred and fifty dollars." I was like, "Yes." It's been like six months since we sold one. Like, absolutely. I yeah. So I was not here. I was doing trim. Yes. You said a woman came. And we've talked about it before. eBay now has like this QR code to help yep. with local pickups, solving the problem of someone comes to pick an item up. How do you prove that they got it? Right. They got a QR code, and yeah, so she gets the QR code. If there's also a numeric code you can type in, if mm-hmm. you if your phone for whatever reason can't scan the QR code, um, yeah. And I just reminded her, you know, I'll scan your QR code so it proves that you picked it up. And it was great. She pulled out her phone. And she she like went into her eBay app and she showed me the QR code and I right. took my phone and scanned it and it yep. was like great, picked up. Yep. It was awesome. Yeah. Just wait till like one day you like put your phone up to her eyeball. Yeah, and you're like scanning her yeah. eye. Uh, so that was cool. Yeah. Um I I don't mind the local pickup. I I do really <laughs> dislike it when someone comes in person. This happens on Craigslist too. Or Facebook, where someone looks at it and they're like eyeing yeah. all the damage, yeah. or, even though it's listed as like there, there was like a little crack in one part that had been repaired, which was in the photos. Which was in the photos, yeah. and I talked. That's about That's just it. like the typical people watch these shows on TV about like you know whatever you know buying yeah, auction. You know, right. saying you got to talk people oh, down. You gotta, yeah, that's why I like the eBay local pickup. We make people pay before, before. they come. Like they cannot come until they pay. Yeah. So that way, there's no money there's to no exchange. Haggling. There's no. They haven't paid us because for us, it's like, well, I mean, you've already bought it. You can take it or just walk away and, and we'll just I'll give you your money you. back. Well, uh, and also you just lost two to four hours. She right. lived two hours away, one way. Right. So she just lost four hours right. of her time if. Yeah. She doesn't want it. It's just so I don't really take it. I mean, I sold some insulation. Oh, I don't know. Was it like a month ago or yeah. something? We had some some that we didn't put into our walls, and I was just trying to get rid of it. But I want to make some money. Yeah, we, it was like it was fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, and he comes in, and of course, right before we're about to, you know, pay, he's going to pay me. He's like, "So, he, will you?" I was there, yeah, and I was the one that said right. no. He was like, "Will you take?" He's like, less? "So, so he's like, so we're right. nope. helping him load it right. up two flights of stairs right. to, from a basement up to the thing. Right. We're all dirty, you know. We're lugging it up there. He's got an entire truckload of insulation for fifty bucks. Right. He was like insulating part of a trailer or something, something like, something like that. that. And he's like, "So, would you take any less?" And I said, "Nope." Yep. And, you know, and then he was like, okay, fine. You know, yeah, so he's got the he money. already had the money. It's just, it's just I, one I'm of those just, things. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of a hard ass about that stuff because I yeah. feel like they should have haggled when we right. were talking before. The, the, the haggles before the deal. Well, the haggle isn't like when you've delivered it. So this chair I had up for over $300. Right. She offered 150 I said, yes. I'm like, you already haggled with me. <laughs> like, that's done. <laughs> I mean, like again, like you said, okay. like, she can walk away it's or... Just, it's just a thing. I think Americans... It's like we we've never we've we haven't traditionally ever haggled 
Yeah. At least it's in, not. In it's our it's seen as like rude. But but now people are into the haggling because they watch those shows on TV yeah. where you're like, yeah. you got to haggle. It's like, yeah, talk them down. It's like a power game. Which I'll do for, for things, but yeah. it's before I get there with my money. Yep. You know? Uh, scavenge of the week. We bought this, isn't really for, it's kind of for eBay. So in our new coffee shop, yes. there is a wall. With it's like an exposed brick wall right by the bathroom, and my buddy said, "Why don't you oh, yeah. put a payphone there?" And you know, not one that works, and not like one of the old timey ones. Yeah, where, where you like a nineteen nineties. Yeah, like one that I would have 80s, used. Nineties, like a nineteen chrome and blue and black. Right. And I was like, "Huh, I wonder if you can buy those." Of course, oh, of course you can on you eBay. Go to eBay and. We were trolling eBay, and we actually bought two payphones for a hundred dollars. You know, some guy had a pair. It was a hundred and eighty dollars. Hundred eighty dollars, yeah, for two shipped. Right, and so we're going to maybe we we still have to see if it looks good and if yeah. our partners think it's a good idea. We'll put one up, and then we'll sell the other one. And uh, hopefully, I sell it for the price yeah. I paid for both of them. Obviously, it will not work. Uh, it's for display. But I think it would be kind of cool. And for the younger people who have never used a payphone, <laughs> I think that they would probably be like taking pictures of themselves. Oh, for sure. Calling on the phone. I mean, it's it, it's this funny little nook in the building yeah. where like that it would be so funny to have an old payphone. Me and Aaron were actually thinking, you know, because it, and you could probably hollow out the inside and put some kind of VoIP, like an internet. I was thinking that too. You could plug it in. The only thing is I it's on a wall it. without power. Yeah. And so we'd have to think about, even if you could have it be a Wi-Fi, it, you, you still, still need power, power over there. And so anyway, it's, it's something we could think about. You know, so so people could actually make phone calls from Wouldn't that be like, hilarious? Yeah. I Yeah, it would be a whole thing. Yeah. But it would be really funny to yeah. do that. That was a fun buy. Yeah. <laughs> eBay. I definitely talked that guy down uh, yeah. of his price. But you did it at the correct time. I did it. Well, before, he had make on. He had make payment. Actually, he didn't have make offer, but I was like, would you take. Right. I think I said he had them up for 150 for two of them, but the shipping was $89. Right. Because they're huge and I think they were in like the Midwest or something. And he was like, yeah, I'll take 100 bucks for yeah. two of them. His pictures were horrible. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, customer issues. So I don't know if you want to talk about this. We have got that a USPS charge. All right. This is insane. And, and I'll just preface it and then it's all you. You know, sometimes people will get this where they're like, we had to change what you yeah. got charged for it because your box size was a USPS off. says you didn't put in the right information. Right. And so... The buyer paid us twelve dollars. Yeah, the post office says it costs forty three dollars for an item that was fifteen dollars to us. Plus the twelve dollars I already paid for shipping. Oh, it's forty three on top. Yeah, so it was like fifty five dollars. I'm like, this is. They said my box was not correctly measured, okay. which is correct. I did not correctly measure the box, so that is my fault. But I went in and they give you the measurements of your actual... Because actually this item was much bigger than I thought. It was Mm. this little um, thermos cooler thing. I guess when I was listening, I was like, oh, it's not that big. Like someone else took a picture of it. And then I got it. I was like, this thing is like oversized. It's much bigger. Like there wasn't anything for scale in the photo, which is my fault. And also a very old listing. 
So anyway, that's that's fine. Okay, I underdid the box size when I printed the label, also, and but I took the measurements of the box, so it was going from Virginia to California. That's a long way. Okay, yep. that's heavy. that's expensive. But I went into USPS.com and I was like, this zip code to this zip code, these box sizes that they said my box was, it should be $20 max for priority mail, not 42 plus 12, $55. So there is an email. So eBay has nothing. It doesn't, I could call eBay. They're not going to do anything about it. But um, there's a phone number. This was yesterday. It was Saturday. I was like, no one's going to pick up. And then there's an email where they say they will get back to you within five business days. So I emailed them. I basically replied to this email with all the info and put the, you know, verify postage at USPS.com or whatever it is. And I was just like, this is a crazy amount that even on your website says that with the weight and the size of this box should not be more than $20. Um, So that was just through email. That was in, through email. There is a phone number. So if I don't, I'm I'm going to take it as far as I can with appeals because I'm right. just like, that is egregious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, how, we, how would they think that? I mean, we've gone before where it's like, you owe an extra dollar. Right. Or, sure. Or I've extra, had that happen. Uh, 50 cents. Well, sometimes my scale, I also see this, it sucks. Sometimes you'll be weighing stuff, weighing stuff, you ship stuff out, and then you look at your scale and it's like, Minus two, like for some reason the the tear or the zero went off and you're right. like, oh, and most of the time it's okay. But then they'll be like, this wasn't, you know, four ounces. This was seven ounces. And yeah. you're like, damn it. Yeah. Um, so that, that can happen. Um, it's rare, though. I find it to be rare that that happens. Yeah. Um, but this one, I was like, they're saying I owe an extra forty-two dollars. Right. That's insanity. Now this is one that bothered me, but I think you handle this stuff more than other people. So a guy bought like a shirt from us. Yeah, I, I don't care yesterday. about yesterday, and you know, and he chose parcel. Like you said, people pay the cheap. You know, they just it was parcel select. Right. Like he bought the cheapest. Shipping he could, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, and then he writes and says, like, the post office has been horrendous. Can you make sure you ship this priority or send it FedEx? FedEx? And I wrote before we even talking you, to you, you because should, it was you like I was let outraged. Me write to people, I was like just like, we'll ship it at the cost at the service you paid for. And right now, you just paid for a parcel select. If you want us to uh, ship yeah. it a higher right. you gotta thing, you got to pay for it. And then he uh, wrote back like, well, I paid $8. So. Yeah. And so then I let uh, you handle it. I, I started the fire and I let you Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just – I'll see if it will fit in a flat rate envelope. Like it should it should, it should, should fit. It sometimes clothes are heavy and bulky and weird. Um, this is like – Plus it's going to California. So No, it's not no? actually. It's really close. Who would you – Where's it going? Pennsylvania. Okay. I could literally, like... Pennsylvania. It's going to get... Like, even if you did choose parcel select, I'm like, Mm. it's probably going to get there just fine. Um, But, I don't know. People like that are just... Sometimes you just literally have to be like, okay, and just ignore them. And then it'll get there, and it's fine. Although I have seen a lot of delays on parcel, um, on big, heavy items going 
to the Midwest or to California from here. I've mm-hmm. seen literally things are taking 15 to 17 days to go across the country. That's a long time, but it sort of happened before during the election and then after the election I saw things start moving through again like is it bigger items that are the slower ones because so they, they, they'll be like there's no room on the truck and because they just leave it our coffee packages are getting to people quickly Fast. because they're small I send a coffee package across the country first class now we don't send anything first class but it was a gift for someone right. it got there in two days right. I was like yo yeah, Phil are fast yeah so let's quickly talk about uh, coffee because that's what we're into right now is yeah coffee especially business. shipping shipping coffee if you're interested we we actually have no calls today so if you're not interested in hearing the coffee talk you can <laughs> tune out now yeah. um um so our partner will not allow us to ship first class, even though we know oftentimes first class is just as fast as priority. He's like, we 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 need to get things fast, so we're doing priority. And that's fine. I think that that's good. He has a line in the sand, mm-hmm. so we always pay the extra to make sure it's shipped quickly. But oftentimes it does get there yeah. quick, first class, to our friends. Yeah, so I, you know, I got a bag for myself basically to send to a friend and I was like I'm going to send this first class because I'm paying for it myself and um, it was really fast I was like yes yeah. this is this is a good so things are moving in the post office and but. I will say someone had been asking us a while ago like what's the difference between like trying to run like a, like a coffee bean business for selling on eBay yeah it's and so different it actually. really is and <laughs> but this week is kind of where I'm starting to like oh yeah I get it it is about volume and that's a nice thing I'm starting to see we're getting repeat orders which it's is, about volume and repeat customers so it's just so different it really is day. about building like a brand yeah. with repeat customers because people like us drink a lot of coffee yeah. <laughs> so we're now We've been doing this long enough now with them where I'm seeing people reorder. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's so-and-so, yep. You know, so if we can get, you know, 500 people that reorder every month, Mm -hmm. I mean, that becomes like... That becomes our business. A a much different business than the way we're selling on eBay where it's just a one-offs to whoever. And sometimes, you know, on eBay it's rare, but you will get repeat customers, but it's usually like a couple years between sales. Yeah. Like you might recognize that. But we don't sell an item that people need again and again. Yeah, like coffee... I mean, we go through coffee like it's our business. It is our business. Um, But yeah, exactly. So it is is definitely a commodity item. So it's a very different mindset. But like tomorrow, we're going to be, we roast on Mondays and Thursdays. Just a reminder, get your orders in. (laughs) So like tomorrow, we're going to be shipping almost 60 bags of coffee. This is before I even published the podcast, people. And that's not including, again, so that's just the uh, retail bags. And then we have wholesale to like cafes. And And we have a huge wholesale order to send out to tomorrow. And like I said, we had just signed up a new bakery, which is nice. So it's exciting, you know? Yeah, Uh, it's like, I I joke with Phil, like I always say luxury problems because I'm just like, you know, we'll have these Monday days where we're like, we got to get in early and we're going to be out late because we got to get all this stuff out so that everyone has like the freshest stuff and they're yep. ready. You know, it's Thanksgiving this weekend, uh, this week on Thursday. Jay, Jay literally is like, oh, it is. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so we're trying to get all that stuff done before, you know, Wednesday night. And it's kind of cool. The building we bought to uh, a roast coffee in, 
is about a block from the post office. It's great. And we so just walk up there. Post office closes at four thirty. We we don't have enough volume yet where where we could ask them to come and like yeah, not. I quite. mean, we could, I guess, but yeah. I like to. I take it in IKEA bag. This big yep. bag of coffee. I take it up there. Yep. I know the ladies up there. Yep. They all love coffee. I'll <laughs> We've take given them, them samples. It's fun. It's like it feels it's so much different because it's such it is, a small town. You know? It's just a much more kind of like hands on business. Yeah. Kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm having fun doing it. Well, it's you know? almost like you're a delivery man. Oh, and we're getting, we just got new orders for local pickup in our town. Yeah. So we offer local pickup in Harrisonburg, which is where the cafe is currently. Um, and we're starting to offer local pickup in our town and we're like, Oh, people are, this is like a whole other thing where people got to come and get this. And people are actually calling Phil being like, can I order a drink? And pick it up because you know they they, well, to go. they think it's like yeah, yeah it's to go. like this pandemic takeout. food takeout where yeah. they want like a latte yeah. order it and then come pick it up which like, is so funny we're not actually doing that yet it, but like it's not even just one it's like yeah. several people are calling and asking for a pickup but it's cool I think that uh, which is great our business our upcoming business is going to be in the a newspaper in our local yeah a newspaper this week uh, this week so that'd be cool just to because that that is the other thing about you know with ebay business like if you're new to ebay it's like we're always like keep it simple don't like you don't need an llc you don't need like a brand yeah just it's so different yeah. listing it's stuff so different. your store can be called anything xxxxx you know it doesn't need to be yeah because people aren't really buying from your brand they're just they're doing buying a the search. cool item you have and you have like yeah a vintage lamp and that's a vintage what they pay want. phone they don't even know who it's from it's just like here's it's a price i want i like the photos yeah and that's a great thing yeah with this it is about building like a brand right and educating people yeah. so this article we really worked hard talking to the reporter just trying to without sounding spammy just like trying to this is what the business is going to be. This yeah. is what people can expect. You know, this yeah. is the experience people want. So much different. It's so much know? different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not it's not different than our Airbnb business, really. Although we're not like you know shipping things to people, but you're creating an expectation and an experience, right. and you're hoping people return. Right. Um, and it's a similar thing where you've sort of branded yourself. You know, we, we have done it in a different way with Airbnb, you know, so it is similar in that respect. You're just not like shipping things over and over, although you're having people check in and you're hoping to give them the same experience every time. You yeah. know, there's a consistency that you want people to expect. You know, you, you, there have been times where we've like eaten at restaurants, like local restaurants, and you're like, oh, I really love this place because X, Y, Z. And then you go back another time and you're like, wow, this is not the same experience I had before. Yeah. And like, that's when you, well, you know, I think that's what gets me worried sometimes because this is a new business is like, you know, first impressions are important yes, in a small town it, like this, like yep. there's, you know, 5,000 people in our town. Yeah. So it's not like we're in M Manhattan right. where there's millions of people. Right. So if you... Five people don't like you. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> if in our five small people town, don't like you here, that's a problem. Our town is like that. Like if someone comes in a visits and they don't like it, it's not good because yeah. they tell other people and then they never come. And back. people don't give you multiple times. So we really this needs to be right from the get go. Yeah, so exactly. That's why. Yeah. 
every piece of trim must be perfect. Every piece yeah. of trim, that's true. But yes. I, I will say anyone out there who has bought coffee from us, we really appreciate it. Uh, it really excites our partners too because we've kind of opened up a new audience for their coffee. Uh, you can buy it at broadporchcoffee.com. Uh, and like we say, great for gifts. Yes, that's what we're hoping that people get coffee gifts for yeah. each other. We have, uh, and again, we love the Southern Split. Like, if you're new to specialty coffees, Southern Splits are blend. That's like the coffee coffee. It's just yep. smooth, rich. If you really love specialty coffee and you know have a bit of a adventurous streak, I'd say the Burundi or the Ethiopian. And we just got Cameroon. Cameroon is really special, yep. and it's. Not a lot of places have Cameroon because there's only one co-op in Cameroon that right. grows it, and we know the distributor. Right. So um, it's we just got it back in, and we're just roasting it. And I've been drinking it for a week, just making sure it's good, and yep. it's amazing. So try Cameroon. We yep. just got it back in. It's yum. Okay. Uh, everyone have a good Thanksgiving holiday. Hopefully you're keeping it quiet and small and... Um, yeah. Even though you won't be shipping that day, hopefully you'll be selling a lot that day <laughs> and shipping right. the next day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This, this podcast, podcast is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Bye.